up fam, it's Jean here. If you are a new listener, thanks so much for taking some time to check out this podcast. And if you are a regular, welcome back. It's good to podcast see you. If you do listen to this podcast regularly and you really enjoy it, if you could do me a huge favor and take three seconds and rate this show, that would be awesome. I don't do any paid ads right now. All I ask is you rate the show. And if you are feeling really passionate about the show today, if you could leave a quick review, that would be amazing. But either way, welcome to today's show. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy day to listen. And we are going to discuss that feeling of never doing enough when you are doing everything you possibly can in the day. The other night, I came home from a day full of clients and meetings, and then I was up late answering emails and taking care of some admin work. And when I finally finished for the day, I said to my boyfriend, I don't feel like I'm doing enough, which in retrospect is kind of ridiculous. I had crushed my to-do list, but also added to my to-do list. So in reality, I was setting myself up for failure. Like every time I crossed a couple items off my to-do list, I would just add a couple more that popped in my brain. There was no way I was going to complete every single task on a growing to-do list. And I know I'm not the only one who has felt this way before. I know I've talked to some of you guys who struggle with this feeling of never doing enough, no matter how much you do. It's like, no matter how much you do, you can do, you can be productive every single minute of your day and it still doesn't feel like you're doing enough. And then I realized I had gotten in this cycle of doing everything I possibly could in the day And rather than appreciating my hard work, I was just beating myself up for everything I didn't do. Now, I have to say, I have gotten better with this over the past several years. I used to be absolutely consumed by the idea of not doing enough, and I'd constantly ignore anything I did do or accomplished and create needless anxiety over every single thing I didn't get to in a day or hadn't accomplished yet. As soon as I would complete a task or achieve like a big goal, I'd automatically dismiss it and move on to the next one versus taking a hot minute to acknowledge what I actually had accomplished. If you've struggled with if you've struggled with this or you currently struggle with it, you probably know what I mean. It's like no matter how much you do, you have this ongoing voice in your head reading off every single thing you aren't doing in that moment. What I've learned is that often that feeling of not doing enough isn't actually that you aren't doing enough. It's more of an issue around how you are talking to yourself and how you are viewing yourself as well as not allowing yourself to rest and truly live in and enjoy the moment. Focusing your attention on everything you are not doing isn't very helpful um, because when you are thinking of what you are not doing, you aren't actually doing the thing you are thinking about not doing, plus you are taking your attention away from the present moment of the thing you are doing. 
and living in a constant state of trying to do all the things and then beating yourself up along the way over never being able to do enough of all the things leaves you in this state of stress and unable to appreciate all the amazing things you do have in life and the, all of the amazing experiences you are having in life. And the truth is, when you are deep into the mindset of not doing enough, no matter how much you do, it will never feel like enough. This was something that was really hard for me to wrap my mind around. I'm so I'm going to repeat it. <laughs> when you're deep into the mindset of not doing enough, when you're in that mental loop, no matter how much you do, it will never feel like enough because it's actually not about not doing enough. There isn't going to be some magical moment where you complete every task you've ever set out to do and pat yourself on the back and go, wow, I actually did enough. Unless you allow yourself to do that. So today, I want to go over some of the reasons why we get trapped in the cycle of thinking we aren't doing enough, and then also cover some ways I've found really helpful in stopping that constant brain chatter telling you that you aren't doing enough. First, let's talk about one of the reasons this can happen. And I actually found this, uh, it's interesting that this is a pretty common mindset people can fall into. And some people refer to it as productivity anxiety. Productivity anxiety is that constant fear that you're not doing enough no matter how much you do. And not only that, but also as you are doing things, as you are doing the things, <laughs> you may even criticize yourself on whether or not you are doing the things as efficiently as possible. There's never a real moment where you stop and celebrate what you've accomplished or reflect on how far you've come. I know a lot of dancers struggle with this and it's not, or, and it is <laughs> one reason I'm really, um, I really promote the idea of dancers taking a minute to acknowledge and celebrate progress no matter how big or small the progress is. I know as a dancer, like if you struggle with mentality, sometimes taking a minute to celebrate your progress and acknowledge your accomplishments can feel kind of corny and I don't know, just feels like you're not being mentally tough. But in reality, it's important to celebrate progress. It's important to acknowledge how far you've come. Otherwise, you are just trapped in this loop of always thinking about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Sometimes progress is simply showing up to practice every day you said you would. That still counts. It's still valid as doing something. Or sometimes it's seeing noticeable improvement in your technique. Or it could be doing a well at a competition even if it's not winning. Even if it's just good for you. Even if you have a friend who does better than you, if your win is in your accomplishment and competition is still of value to you and important to you, that's really exciting and important to celebrate when you accomplish it. If we're constantly stressing about everything we haven't achieved yet, what's the point of progress? What's the point of progress if you are not going to take a second to acknowledge and appreciate the things you have accomplished and the progress you have made? If you don't, you're just running on a constant productivity anxiety hamster wheel. 
Now, productivity anxiety usually starts off as a harmless to-do list or working towards a goal, which are both great tools. But then somewhere along the way, we look at everything we are not doing versus what we are doing. Therefore, we never really get to enjoy the moment because we are always thinking about what we are not doing. So what are some of the ways we can manage productivity anxiety and actually enjoy, get you to the point where you can enjoy your day-to-day life and be happy with where you are, or what I like to call positive discontent, being happy where you are, you are being satisfied, but also still striving for improvement. So number one, um, I found this one personally extremely helpful, is setting realistic expectations for yourself. When we make a to-do list, cough, cough, (laughs) me, (laughs) Um, when we make a to-do list that's 15 items in one day, there is no way we are going to be able to accomplish it. I know I've been guilty of this myself, like, pretty much every single day. (laughs) It is something I always have to work really hard on. When we do this, we are setting ourselves up for failure before the day even starts. There is no way we can achieve a long list of tasks every single day. Instead, pick one to three things you want to get done. This not only works for daily tasks, but for practicing too. When you are practicing, rather than trying to work on 15 different things like turnout, crossing, toe height, body, arms, arching, pick one to two things you really want to work on and then laser focus in in on those things. This might be turning out in your steps or could be working on a couple pieces of choreography that are feeling kind of awkward. But laser focusing on a couple of things will help you actually be able to see progress in those things and not just be beating yourself up the whole time over the things you are not working on in that moment. When we are more realistic with what we can achieve in a day or in a practice session or in an hour or whatever it is, we're more likely to achieve it and we're able to end the day feeling like we accomplished what we set out to do. So that's the first one. So that's been very helpful for me. Set realistic expectations for yourself. Number two, track where your time goes. Have you guys ever ended the day or got to the end of the day and think to yourself, I don't even know where that day went. I've found that tracking your time can be really helpful for this for two different reasons. A, you're able to validate that you actually did a lot more than you thought. It's helpful to look back and see a list of everything you've accomplished. B, if you realize you are spending time on things that aren't actually important to you, you are able to eliminate those areas more easily and find ways to better manage your time. So for example, let's say you get to the end of the day and realized you spent an hour scrolling TikTok and that's not important to you. You're able to manage your time better and figure out how to replace that with something that would be more helpful in your day or be more helpful to you. Tracking time doesn't have to be super complicated. I'll literally just use a notebook or a piece of printer paper and write down the time I start and end tasks. 
Then at the end of the day, I'll look back and be able to confirm I was intentional with my time that day or make the adjustments I need to if there are things I think I could do a little bit more efficiently. Number three, oh my gosh, guys, I just broke the handle of the chair <laughs> I'm sitting in. <laughs> so if you just heard like a screw pop, I pressed down on the chair to adjust myself and I'm in this like broken office chair and it just officially broke. So add that to my to-do list today to get a new office chair. <laughs> Anyways, number three, schedule in rest time. I don't just mean not working out time, but instead time where you can literally do whatever you feel like doing and let your brain just kind of relax. For me, this is my 10 minutes sitting in bed drinking coffee in the morning. I know this sounds so simple, but this 10 minutes a day makes me so happy and keeps me like so sane and really helps me manage my stress. Once my day starts, it's usually filled with meetings and clients and emails and messages, um, but those 10 minutes in the morning are all mine. If I wanna scroll mindlessly on TikTok, I do it. If I wanna add some random items to my Amazon shopping cart, great. Tomorrow, I'll probably spend it shopping for a new office chair since I just broke mine. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> then I get up and start my day. Some people may need more time than this, some maybe less, some people may need more of an evening wind down, some people may need to take a break after school, whatever it is. Regardless, figure out how much do nothing time you need in your life and then take it without feeling guilty about it. You deserve rest. You are not a robot, okay? You are not superhuman. No matter how amazing of a person you are, you need rest and you deserve rest and you deserve to feel happy. I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in our goals and forget this. So I'm going to remind you again, you are worthy of rest and you are worthy of happiness. Let's move on to number four. Commit to the moment. When we are living in the never-ending to-do list in our heads, we aren't living in the beautiful, magical present moment that we are always in. <laughs> Life happens in the present moment. When we are living in the past or the future, we are missing out on the life in front of us. One thing I like to do to help me with living in the moment is set a quick intention for the task at hand. For example, when I'm meeting with an online or in-person athlete, I like to picture everything else in my life being put on pause and pretending like the person in front of me is the only person that matters in the world. All of the other tasks going on in my life, you know, I like to imagine them floating away or going into a box and being locked or simply just said pressing the pause button and knowing that they will be there when I'm done, but that person is the only person in the world that matters in that moment. Right now, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm pretending I don't have anything else going on in my life, and all that matters are you, the people listening to this episode. I even like to practice this with daily life tasks. When I'm cooking, I like to pretend that the only thing that matters is the preparation in front of me. I like to set the mood with playing some music and lighting some candles and imagine that I'm just trying to create that, like that moment is the best moment of my day. 
when I'm working out, I like to do the same thing. Now, obviously, I'm not perfect, and I have days where I'm better than this than other days, just like every other person in the world, but I've found when I practice this regularly, I'm a lot happier and satisfied with life, and I'm less stressed, even though I still have the same amount of things going on in life. It's just shifting my focus to living in the present versus lifting versus living. I can't speak today, guys. Sorry. Actually, I feel like that's every episode. I can't speak. But anyway, um, I feel like I'm living in the present versus living in the not doing. So when you are practicing or doing a project at work or doing homework or working out or cleaning your house or cooking or driving to dance or whatever it is, this week, or just today, I want you to practice enjoying that moment for what it is and living in that moment and that moment alone. And let me know, like tell me on Instagram or email or wherever, you know, you want to reach me. Let me know if you tried that and how it felt. Okay, number five, we have unfollow any social media accounts that make you feel bad about yourself. I know this sounds cliche, but Instagram is literally everyone's highlight reel. And if you spent your day, if you spend your days comparing your normal days to someone else's highlight reel, it's going to be really hard to appreciate where you are in life. That's why I cannot emphasize this enough. Unfollow anyone on social media who makes you feel bad about yourself. If you check their page and it stresses you out or gives you overall bad feelings or it starts you in this spiral of nitpicking yourself and your dancing and your body and your life, stop following them. Just click unfollow. Even if it's my Instagram page, if for whatever reason you are like, man, she stresses me out, go unfollow me right now. Unfollowing someone is not mean or rude. You're simply drawing a boundary for what you need to be to be mentally healthy, and that's a good thing. All right, guys, that's all I have for you for this episode, but before I go, if you have a 2023 goal of stepping up your game and taking your dancing to the next level, make sure to check out my online one-on-one coaching program. This program is super cool because it's personalized just for you and we track your progress every step of the way so we can ensure you are getting the results you want. In this program, we start off with a dance video analysis where you send in dance videos as well as a movement assessment and we discuss your strengths and weaknesses over Zoom. Then we put together a training plan personalized to you to help you achieve your goals. The really cool part too is that you'll have a strength coach available every step of the way so you can stay on track, ask questions, and work through any obstacles that come your way. Because as we know, life is full of them. (laughs) You can learn more by heading to www.ruefeshfit.com. That's A-R-E-Y-O-U-F-E-I-S-F-I-T.com. Thanks so much for listening today, and I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day.